everybody welcome back to player to player our weekly game talk show here in nerdy northerns where we discuss with you the weekly gaming news as well as a topic every week that between all of us here and our experience it's bound to be fruitful bound to gain some knowledge and most importantly the discussion is going to be healthy and uh joined every week i have my co-host with me wes danny and uh hopefully will's going to be joining us at some point tonight uh, just a quick bit, of, a little bit about us. I'm Jake, a uh, game store manager, so my experience in gaming is quite in depth. Been gaming for quite some time, and I'm uh, gonna throw this over to Danny real quick. Really big into Nintendo, of course. I've uh, been gaming, like Jake said, since the since I can remember, and uh, it's one of my major passions. So, you know, my uh, my knowledge is uh, is pretty in depth as well. And Wes. And on to. Oh, uh, I I'm Wes. I'm a video game programmer and played games all my life, uh, as far back as I can remember. Anyway, um, yeah, been uh, working in the industry for for ten years, and uh, before that was assistant manager of of EB Games for. Uh, let's just say more than I should have been, uh, and uh, and yeah. So yeah, so again, lots of experience between us all, and Will's going to be joining us as well. Uh, hopefully, at some point tonight, he is just running a little bit late, and once he is here, we'll get him and get that all readjusted. Um, now, uh, at the beginning of every show that we do uh, that we have here, we talk about the weekly gaming news in a bite-sized format. So we're going to do a little bit of a blitz here over this week's news and there's a lot uh so let's get right into the thick of it with danny i know this Danny's gonna want to talk this one's so gonna be throwing you this one danny sega announces palm size game gear micro console what an exciting announcement we were talking about this last week yeah su super exciting that one right. so yeah so sega just uh came well not sega but uh a magazine from Japan came out with a huge uh, story tidbit of Sega uh, getting back into the console wars, or at least it was hinted that they would be getting back, uh, that they had something great to show off. Uh, the reveal came out last Thursday, and of course, uh, we got shown uh, a micro Game Gear that has five games built into it. Oh, four, I think. Uh, four, yeah, four. Okay, so you... Originally, it was supposed to be one, uh, at least from what from yeah, oh, wow. from, from from what uh, people uh, the uh, report was saying is that originally there was only supposed to be one game preloaded onto the system, uh, which is absolutely ridiculous and absurd. What, uh, what was and, the one game? Did they did they? Ever that's say? the thing. It, it was never announced. Yeah, it would have to Sonic. be Sonic. Okay. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. It, from from all the hype that we got. Uh, uh, you know, like I said, I was expecting something better. Uh, we got a micro Game Gear, which, uh, you know, I'm a huge Sega fan. I've been a Sega guy since the beginning as well as mm -hmm. with Nintendo. Uh, that is just the slap in the face. Uh, they also announced that uh, they're doing uh, an arcade, like, cloud-based uh, gaming kind of thing, which is another weird, weird thing to be doing. But, you know, Sega is Japan. Uh, they're very big into uh, arcades, so you know they have uh, they have that going for them. But for us in the north, uh, yeah, it's it's an embarrassment and a slap in the face. I was really hoping we would see uh, a you know another 
console into the console war, but uh, yeah, my hopes will have to be waiting for another but, day. But it's the Game Gear. It's gonna be. Yeah, it, it's, it's gonna the, crush the competition. <laughs> one thing I don't understand is that we can get those games on the eShop and uh, you know on the Game Boy. Uh, sorry, the uh, Nintendo 3DS and such. There's so many different ways of getting the the you know Game Gear games. So I don't understand the point. Of bringing that out, uh, but as a collector, I probably will get it just because I want a piece of history. Uh, but yeah, four games loaded onto a console that uh, you could have the entire library of Game Gear on one SD card, and yeah. you would still have space for <laughs> for lots more. So yeah, it, it very very horrible horrible news coming out from Sega in Japan. I know I really want to give you that because you were so excited last week, and I. I knew after seeing the announcement, I was like, "Oh, Danny's gonna, I, I gotta listen to Danny." <laughs> yeah, that that was definitely that was definitely you know, my dreams being thrown on the barbecue and lit on fire. I, I mean, yeah. I saw like rumors speculating anywhere from like they've got a new console, which to me sounded crazy, mm-hmm. to to just like, "Hey, uh, they've teamed up with Microsoft and they're going to be the ones producing the Xbox Series X." in japan and i was like okay that would be fairly big news but they're like nope that's not it it's something even bigger and yeah the the mini game gear the 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 there's no pun there no no (laughs) like the 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 arcade cloud um distribution stuff i i thought it sounded interesting from from the standpoint of you know one of the one of the biggest uh, hurdles for streaming gaming is just you need to have low ping to to where your game is running. Mm-hmm. So them doing that sort of thing that works great in Japan, but uh, there's not a whole lot of arcades around in North America uh, and that sort of thing to to make it worthwhile to pursue worldwide. So, eh. yeah, because you know J- Japan they're they're known for their arcades. They that that is the main thing of japan is their arcades and how amazing they are compared to us here in the north where uh we have one at least that i know of and uh that that's pretty much it so yeah i don't see that news affecting us here yeah definitely in japan only no not at all so we've got will joining us how's it going will thanks for joining good thanks uh for having me here finally this what three episodes in? Right, third episode he makes it, <laughs> and uh, so yeah, Will is our uh, one of our members here at Player to Player and uh, partner in Northerners. So it's good to have you on here. We're going to continue on with the next topic we have here, which is Pokemon Sword and Shield: The Isle of Armor expansion has been further detailed by Nintendo. Now, for you guys out there, that means that Articuno, Moltres, and Zapdos are having for the first time ever legendary regional uh, variants. They look entirely different than they have prior they all have gmax moves there's also the three starter pokemon getting their gmax evolutions uh this expansion and uh a a ton more content uh you guys excited for that at all what do you think uh uh, i have played one pokemon game ever uh and that was pokemon uh let's call it let's say it was red is that a Pokemon game? Yeah. Yes. Okay, awesome. Uh, I played it on a Game Boy emulator at work about uh, five years ago. Hmm. And that's it. 
So half of the words you said there have no meaning to me. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> uh, what have we got there, Will? Um, no, not overly excited for this. I kind of fell off of Sword and Shield pretty quick after I finished it. Mm-hmm. Um, to me, I don't, I'm, I'm, doesn't really excite me to go back, unfortunately. I was excited for the when the game came out, but it just didn't really grasp me as I was hoping. Mm-hmm. Definitely happens. What about you there, Danny? Uh, yeah, I'm excited for it. I have actually gotten back into playing Pokemon Shield. So uh, once I actually get uh, finished, like I bought that game day one uh, and uh, played maybe an hour of it. And now I'm just going back and actually playing through that game. Uh, yeah, I'm kind of excited about it. The, having Zapdos, Moltres, and uh, Articuno is is pretty cool. And like you said, with complete new designs, I want to see what I want to see what uh, what this expansion is going to do for the game. I definitely bought the expansion as soon as it came out. As soon as it was announced, I was like, "Oh, boom, purchase." In case there's any cool little tidbits I got with it, there wasn't. There wasn't anything, <laughs> you know, pretty, you know, pretty book owners, but uh, nothing there. Uh, so next up, this is a this is a big one because we were talking about this actually, uh, episode one, uh, the state of gaming. So th- this kind of topic came up, but uh, it's interesting. With this series, <clears throat> Total War Sega Troy will launch exclusively on the Epic's Game Store and will be free for 24 hours. Now, Total War, for those unfamiliar, is a series uh, by the Creative Assembly. It's, it's, it's basically war. You're managing cities, but a lot of the game is down in the micromanaging of units. Uh, you're, you're moving your units around, and they're, you know, they're fighting, combating. You get to see the sieges. Um, for them to launch a game like this for free for 24 hours at launch and so the caveat here is that after this 24 hours it then goes over to steam for a year but crazy that they would launch a game for free for 24 hours on another network what do you think about that danny i think it's more of a um to get their game noticed right if it's a game that doesn't have much of a of a feedback and you know people not talking about it this free for 24 hours is a great way of getting people addicted and getting people to play their game, which will eventually lead on to more sales, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's crazy because it is a new release game and they're going to have it free for 24 hours. Uh, but like I said, it, it, to me, it's all about you know marketing to people so that they know that that game is available and for them to test it. Would it be there, Will? Uh... It's an interesting idea. I bet it's more on Epic's part, right? Because they're trying to solidify themselves more in the, the digital market on PC to combat like Steam, mm-hmm. right? So for them, I think it's they paid them a bunch of money and it's not like the Total War is like a, the series is huge, right? There's a lot, it has its following. There's lots of people that play those games. Mm-hmm. Um, so really, I bet it's it's more just Epic positioning themselves as, hey, you can come and get games on here and not just steam because on pc that's primarily that's where everybody gets their stuff is the steam uh right so well definitely makes sense with that 24 hour exclusivity and then it leaves mm-hmm. epic to go to steam for a year wes you're fine probably thoughts? because oh sorry go ahead oh no we'll we'll can finish yeah. there yeah, the oh, i was gonna say that's probably because they had to work around something right because steam's gonna definitely sell it and they were they're actually seeing epic more as a competition now right so they're probably saying well we're not going to allow that or we're just not going to sell it on our platform so they had to come to yeah. some kind of middle ground yeah some sort of seesaw there Wes? 
Yeah, I, I thought it was kind of a like an interesting move. My my understanding of this particular version of the game is that it's not quite the same in depth sort of thing as mm-hmm. as you get with like Shogun and and Rome and that kind of thing. Um, so I, I was sort of interested to see what that what that means uh, mm-hmm. in terms of what this game actually is. Um, but it's definitely an, an, an interesting idea, and it, it it seemed to me like a way of again just kind of Epic's going to flip the bill for however many they can they can get out there that day and then uh it, you know maybe it gets people into the total war series it reminds yeah. me of the bretonia uh, version they did as well they did one where you're basically just playing in england and i think that's maybe what troy is going to be that, that might lines be to where it's just it's it's very compact and what you're dealing with is you're not dealing with the large scale but you're dealing with you know, just the small skirmishes battles uh and uh and in betweens um so moving on we got a couple big game announcements here uh so project cars 3 has been announced for the ps4 xbox one and pc uh obviously project cars one and two did fairly well on sales there's a lot of promises there with the realism driving uh the nice thing about project cars is one of the racing only racing games that's actually on both systems you have forza motorsport and that series primarily locked on the Xbox, and you have the Gran Turismo uh, and, and their kind on PlayStation. So uh, it's nice to see a game being on both. What do you think there, Will? Yeah, no, it's uh, it's going to be pretty cool. It's This seems like a well-timed thing, especially with the new consoles coming out, right? It's There's always that one car game that they always release to showcase, oh, this is what it looks like on the new generation consoles, right? Um, but, uh, I've never played the Project Cargi as series myself. Um, I've heard really good things and it has a very big following on PC, but, uh, I just never got around to it. Mm-hmm. What are you, Danny? Uh, yeah, the same with, uh, with, well, I've never actually played a uh, Project Cars game, but, uh, you know, the fan base is there, like Will was saying. Uh, and yeah, I agree. You know, we're going to see a new racing game with, uh, with the new generation of consoles to show off graphics and that. Uh, and, you know, it's funny because, like, uh, we went through a time where, you know, uh, racing games were very popular, the PS2, the original Xbox era. And then you, you kind of had to go downwards to where, like you said, it's been exclusive to Xbox and you got uh, Gran Turismo, which hasn't seen a, hasn't seen a, a new uh, installment in a while. They tease a lot of it, but, um, yeah, it, 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 it's one of those genres of games that uh it doesn't cater to everybody but when there's a really good one you know it's it's great to have a really good one mm-hmm. any final thoughts wes yeah i mean i kind of agree with it with what everyone said you know that it's they're always a good showpiece to show what uh you know at least at launch what a system can do from a technical standpoint you know seeing how round those tires can get is always cool um it, but yeah i mean it, it's it's nice to see that game kind of take off because uh i mean for the for the longest time it was gran turismo and then it fell off and it was forza and it you know that was a different console it was a different uh uh different first party title uh, mm-hmm. so it's it's kind of nice to see that that competition that that can maybe drive both forza and uh and gran turismo forward just by virtue of being on every console and pc so mm-hmm. competitive in that nature definitely agree there uh 
So there's an, uh, a remaster coming up here. Kingdoms of Amalur Re-Reckoning has been announced for August 2020. That game uh, launched for the Xbox uh, 360 and PlayStation 3 almost a decade ago, if not a decade ago plus. And it unfortunately, even though it received some decent reviews, didn't have the sales to back it up. And an unfortunate story out of Rhode Island uh, and bankruptcy later, there's no more studio behind that. Kingdoms of Amalur and that has that since been under EA locked away but it is returning and I know one person in here is excited about that at least so I'm going to give that over there Will what are your thoughts yeah. I'm super excited for this um I think a lot of people missed out on this title and it's uh it plays it reminds me a lot of the fable series and what kind of what we wanted from that genre past like I, I wasn't a big fan of three I was kind of uh Relating to Kingdoms Amalur was what I wanted from Fable 3, essentially, for me. Um, but, uh, yeah, no, super excited for this, and I hope uh, if people get in it and the word gets out enough that maybe we'll see a sequel in the series, right? Mm -hmm. Definitely hoping for something along those lines. What about U.S.? Uh, yeah, I mean, it was, I, I was surprised when I, uh, when I saw this announcement, uh, just because I figured with all of the... Uh, the sort of bad blood that happened between 38 studios and, and the state of Rhode Island, that uh, this was just going to be something that was just never going to happen. Um, but I mean, I, I played a little bit of the, the original game. It was cool. Uh, I agree with Will. It was, it kind of had that, like, this was like the mature fable game that you were sort of looking for less mm -hmm. the jokey, you know, chicken chaser kind of thing that, uh, that fable is. Um so I mean, it was it it was kind of cool to see this this announcement. I, I guess I always kind of wished that I could have seen that MMO that they were working on. Mm -hmm. uh, they spoke very highly of it, but I mean, of course they would. Um, but even like years later, you know, interviews with the people that used to work at that studio, they still talk about how how great that that MMO was looking at the time. So mm -hmm. I guess I'm always a little anytime that's brought up, I'm always a little mm -hmm. disappointed. I'm never going to see that MMO. You know, there are a few MMOs, Project Titan, out of uh, Blizzard, too, that just kind of never saw the light of day. And uh, it's unfortunate, too. I almost, almost wish there was another one around. Danny, any final thoughts? I was going to say, it's it's great to see that, the, you know, they with all the problems that happened, that they're remastering it for a new generation, right? So this could, like what was saying, this could uh, start off, uh, you know, a, a new a sequel to it. Mm-hmm. I definitely agree. They'd be nice. I, I, I was, I've been thinking about Kingdoms of Amalur a lot and just what happened with it and how it, uh, it really did catch on there late in the end. Was there any word on that? Uh, like, is Kurt Schilling involved in this in any way? Uh, I'm, not, I'm not. Aware. He is now. No. Okay. I kind of, I don't know. I think he kind of screwed it all over now at this point, and he should just watch yeah. the films of it and That's, walk you, away. You kind of want him not to be, right? Yeah, yeah. No, just, yeah, just a little bit. There's too much bad blood there. You don't bring him in like that. Yeah, absolutely. So, got a quick, a couple, uh, uh, couple things. Just gonna breeze through here, just to let everybody know. So, there's some big sales going on right now. Uh, PlayStation's Days of Play are live. You can save on uh, Days uh, Days Gone. Near 2 is on sale. A bunch of their PlayStation hits are also down to $9.99 in Canada or cheaper if you're in the States. Um, Xbox also has their sale on uh, the days of play ends June 17th, and the Xbox sale ends on June 21st. You can grab yourself an Xbox One X on sale, like $380 in Canada for an Xbox One X right now, which is pretty good. 
pretty good price on that um also find a bunch of games on sale various prices some as low as 9.99 49.99 your either online stores various retailers um and overcooked is free on pc you go over to the epic store and you can grab overcooked this week as part of their free games program you're just talking about epic it's uh there's a lot of free going on at epic a whole lot of free you get free you get free everybody gets free that was that well 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 so go ahead danny okay oh, i was gonna say they're definitely doing that a lot now like uh like you said well and they're you know they want to compete with steam right so let's just say steam better watch out if epic doesn't take over yeah yeah Thanks but so it's, well. it's curious how long they'll keep doing it for right like they can't exactly. forever keep giving out games for free so something yeah. has to give at some point right oh yeah what are you Definitely. Wes? Uh, I mean, I, I when the, when this whole thing sort of started last year, I was like, I don't know, Epic's trying to just, just like buy their way into the into the market and that sort of thing. And I still think that they they they're not trying to get Steam competitive. They're they they want to beat Steam. They want to they want to be Steam. And for the longest time, I was like, nah, I'm not interested. I'm not interested. But over the last few months, I mean, I now have a bunch of games on on the Epic Game Store. And I can't help but notice the silence from Valve just kind of becoming deafening after a certain amount of time. Like, I, I really feel like at a certain point, they, they have to say anything at all, right? They can't just never do anything. Like, the, their, their entire community is, is so strange in the way that, that Valve does things that when you have a company like Epic saying, Hey, we're doing this. We're doing this. Here's some here, you know, here's some free games here. We're going to give more uh, percentage of the revenue to the developers, et cetera, et cetera, that you start to look at Steam after a certain amount of time and say, so what's up? Uh, absolutely. What do you guys got? Definitely agree with you there. Uh, uh, great old games is another one that has really come around and and with there's been a lot of stagnation almost i mean you see out of uh microsoft they're offering out free games with their games with gold sony has their uh playstation now titles so there's there's free games that they you know those companies are giving away there's obviously something and you know some sort of background working you know payment that's the difference with those though is you have to still pay your subscription right you have to be part of playstation yeah. plus or you have to be subscribed to xbox live yeah, or else you, those games are non-playable. Yeah. yeah. But, um, yeah, I mean, how, how they keep giving them out, it's it, it's a wonder they're, I don't know, it could, could be yeah, something to look that, at. You got that Fortnite money, you got that Unreal money. That's all you need. Yep. Really? They, they've got all, the, you've got all the developers working on there, too. But, uh, so speaking of, uh, speaking of other companies, though, Sony has been fined $3.5 million over its PlayStation Store refund store policy in Australia. So uh, a little bit of terms of service issues going on there with Sony. Um, you guys really surprised something like that would happen? Not at all. Danny? No, I feel like every console, like Microsoft, Sony, everybody's kind of dealt with that before because it's, it's they, they a lot of them seem to do the same terms of service and then copy and paste, but regions are different, right? Mm -hmm. yeah. As things advanced and changed, I think it's kind of been forgotten about. Just getting caught. Yeah. yeah. And, and this happened to Valve a few years ago in Australia where they had to do the same thing. So it's yeah. it, Australia specifically is has really 
really does not back down from from going after these companies to say hey like these are our laws and you've got to you've got to follow them here yeah yeah, yeah. another couple snippets here i got that polka tune the first looney tune style short debuts uh i'm not sure if you guys saw this or not it was literally smack dab just like you're back watching looney tunes cartoon by the featured pokemon had Mimikyu and uh i want to say scraggy was the other pokemon like I'm gonna mess his name, but uh, yeah, it it was funny. It was really good to watch. Danny, what'd you think? Uh, I I actually have not seen it myself, but I've, uh, I've seen you know the posts and stuff about that. But uh, when I get a chance, I actually do want to see it. From from what I've heard from friends who've seen it, it that yeah, it it's really funny and really well done. Uh, so and uh, I can't give my own opinion until I see it. Uh, but yeah, I'm excited to uh, to see some something like that. Wes, what do you think about them even doing something like this, doing a Looney Tunes style Pokemon cartoon? I, I guess I'm I guess I'm wondering what the tar like I okay, from the Pokemon side I can see what the target is. You know, you're like you're targeting people that either grew up playing Pokemon or like the younger kids who are currently playing Pokemon, but does Looney Tunes hold much sw- I, I guess I guess I would need to see it to, to fully understand it. But in my head, the, the Looney Tunes thing sort of is a is an odd combination there just because it it seems as though that target demographic is uh older than i am mm-hmm. and i'm old so no they, funny enough though <laughs> they, they are bringing back looney tunes they are yeah again like who is the target for that thing i guess i, I guess it depends on how you how you approach the whole thing but well you gotta remember that looney tunes has been going on for for long long time Absolutely. So but you, 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 when was the last Bugs Bunny thing? Other than like Space Jam. Not too long ago. Well, I, I well we're getting a new one of those too. Yeah, I think the last <laughs> Bugs Bunny series was like a year ago. Really? Yeah. Okay. It, oh, it's been going on for a while. There there have been new entries in Looney Tunes. Speaking okay. on that, uh, the I believe the new series on HBO Max when it premieres is no longer going to be featuring any guns. Right. Yeah. Out. Now you know. Moving on, though. Um, so the Last of Us HBO series has named a director for the pilot episode. Now this is exciting, folks. This is this is good here. Uh, so the one who is going to be the director of the pilot episode of the Last of Us TV series. This has moved on from the live action show that they had originally planned. Now it's going to be a series. Which I think is a fantastic idea. I'm going to get way into this more once we get into the meaty topic of tonight. But the award-winning Emmy director uh, behind the five ovals of Chernobyl, Johan Renk, will be the director for the pilot episode of The Last of Us. I think that is huge news. Will, what do you think? Uh, I've heard good things about Chernobyl, but I haven't uh, actually had a chance to watch it yet. Um... So I'm not sure really about his work. Everybody says that series is fantastic, though. So hopefully he can bring that over. And I guess that atmosphere, too, from my understanding of the show, kind of fits with what The Last of Us is kind of portray- uh, portrays, right? Mm-hmm. But it, I, I, it's kind of more of seeing is believing at this point, because I feel like that Last of Us uh, series has been kind of in talks for a while now. Mm-hmm. What do you think, Wes? I mean, I, I think the, the TV series makes a lot of sense. Um, I do have that, that voice in the back of my head that's yelling that they're just going to make this into a Walking Dead. Um, 
which I, I mean is why I, I think they might be thinking it's better served as a series rather than a movie. And I, I do agree like that exploring that world would be more interesting in a series rather than just a very focused movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll give it a watch when it comes out. It's certainly not going to discount it without seeing anything. Um, I haven't seen all of Chernobyl, but the, the bits I have seen were very good. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm interested to see it. I'm, I'm interested to see who they're, who they're casting in uh, obviously the role of uh, Joel and Ellie, but uh, other, uh, other characters in that movie or that game as well uh, that uh, that i'd like to see who they're who they're choosing for mm-hmm. danny yeah it's definitely really great news uh, you know we've talked about it before on uh, past episode uh we're starting to see you know um video game movies or tv shows actually uh getting serious directors and actually putting some uh some effort to make these things good uh, but yeah, it's 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 amazing news. Uh, I'm I'm very happy to hear that. Uh, you know, we're finally going ahead with uh, with some more uh, video game TV mm-hmm. show content. I, I think I think there's a great opportunity to uh, to tell the story of Last of Us or even any other type of game. Uh, games are very rich. And, you know, a TV series is probably the best thing compared to a movie because. You can actually, you know, if it's a very long one like The Witcher, uh, we have the TV series, which is perfect kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, for for a movie that or a TV show based on a video game that's very like small and doesn't have much of a story, I think a movie is the best way to go. But I, I'm excited for it, <laughs> and I'm definitely gonna watch it too. So the last thing of tonight that we're gonna talk about before cutting to our commercial break and into our media discussion which is about video game movies is the PlayStation five reveal event has been rescheduled for June 11th. June 11th. We'll be able to find out more about the PlayStation five, the hardware, the specs included, the accessories to go with it. Hopefully some more software titles. Wes, you excited? I'm excited to see what they've got. Um, it sounds like they're, this is going to sort of be the start of a, a series of events that we're not going to get everything here, so we're not going to get uh, release date or price or anything like that. But I'm excited to see what they're going to show. I, I, I don't really feel Microsoft had the best showing with their their gameplay uh, event that they had a few weeks back, uh, so I, I really want to see what, what Sony is, is going to bring to the table. Uh, very interested interested to see what features the system's going to have uh, now that we we got that deep dive into the tech. Like, okay, what are you doing with it now? Um, yeah, just just excited to see what they're bringing to the table and and to really be able to properly see the direction that each of these consoles is is headed. Mm-hmm. Will, uh, yeah, I'm, I love new console launches. I love new hardware. It's the new titles that they're always releasing and announcing. Um, so I'm super excited to see this. I, I was excited to see the Microsoft One too, and as Wes said, I was kind of disappointed. They they touted showing a bunch of new games, and I didn't really see a whole lot, unfortunately. But I'm hoping that they'll do more too, have a whole series coming up to it. It's smart to do it that way. Mm-hmm. It keeps the excitement going, right? So Yeah, it's less one big... Yeah, because, you know, just that's the problem with, like, I felt with the, the conventions like E3 is that uh, you get the one big blast and then you get months of nothing and it's kind of 
everybody kind of forgets about it. So, and a big problem was that some games were taking four or five years to come out after being shown at E3. So it's like, what the hell, <laughs> Danny? Uh, yeah, uh, I'm not completely sold on uh, on PlayStation Five, but it is great that we are uh, we are getting the conference that was supposed to happen. Uh, you know, for this Thursday, and you know, a lot of people don't remember that E3 was actually supposed to happen this week. Uh, so it's great to see that uh, you know uh, Sony is uh, is going to have their press conference. Whether or not we're going to hear a price, I, I to be honest, I think if they are planning to get this console to us by the end of the year, I think we will see a price. We will see a launch date. If if it's a 2020 launch, we'll have to wait and see. Uh, I personally, I think that they won't be able to uh, bring the system this year, but. You know, we'll have to wait and see for Thursday. Mm-hmm. Definitely, definitely gonna watch it for sure. I like Will says. I, I love console launches. I love new consoles. It's like that new car smell. It is. Mm-hmm. It really is. <sighs> right out of the box. Who pat that bad boy down? Let's see what you can do. Wait, but, uh... I'm, I'm always definitely day one there to purchase uh, a new console. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I definitely would agree with you there. We're gonna be back in just a few minutes here, folks. Afterwards, we're gonna be diving into video game movies talking about the good the bad the ugly and we're also going to be talking about what we would like to see in those kind of video game movies franchises going forward so there's lots to come see you soon everybody welcome back to player to player our weekly video game talk show here in nerdy northerners where we discuss the weekly video game news and a topic every week with you uh or sorry uh, yeah, with you and also i'm on our hosts here i have we have myself wes danny and will and each week you join us as we well, talk and discuss things and now we're going to be getting to the meaty topic of tonight the main point of our gathering here and that is about video game movies we had talked a little bit about this last week on our episode and if you haven't already caught that you can go check us out over on youtube episode is uploaded there but for tonight's episode it is just strictly video game movies and we're going to be kicking this off with the good the bad and the ugly so i'm going to be giving each of you guys a turn here to tell uh, talk to us about one video game movie that you think is the best one video game movie that you think is the worst and one that you think could be better so, Danny, you had the plethora. I mean, he I had a stack of these things. All right. So, I, I wanted to give this guy the uh, the chance to whip out these bad boys. And <laughs> yeah, so, uh, before the uh, show started, I uh, went through my, uh, my awesome, gigantic movie collection. And I pulled out a crazy, a massive amount of video game movies. Uh, I've made it my mission to collect all the video game movies from, uh, and you know, there, there's a lot of bad ones. There are some good ones and I've tried to pile it in a way to, to, uh, to showcase it. Uh, but you know, we, we've seen so many movies, uh, come out uh, over the years of video games. Um, uh, and, uh, let's, uh, let's start with some of the good ones that I've set aside. Um, these to me are probably the, uh, the better out of the collections. Um, they're not, you know, Oscar worthy, of course, but uh, definitely uh, ones that I think are the best. And I'll choose which one is my best one. Um, this one's a three pack, but 
the Mortal Kombat series. Uh, of course, the first movie is uh, is very iconic and really awesome. Um, and I, I love the actors in that movie. It's cheesy, but it is still entertaining. Uh, but let's face it, Mortal Kombat, the games are very cheesy, uh, especially the er- earlier games. Get over um, here! Yeah, it, you know, it's it's pure <laughs> cheese, and the movie does not take itself very seriously. It knows that it's based on a video game, on a, on a fighting video game, and they do their best to uh, to make it. The second one, not too good. Uh, but uh, next up, I picked out Prince of Persia. Uh, this is a Disney title. Uh, another one of those, uh, of course, Jake Gyllenhaal plays the main uh, the main character, and I can't remember his name at the moment. Uh, but I actually really liked it, this movie. I didn't see it in theaters. Um, and like I said, this is a Disney movie, which is, is shocking because I don't know of another uh, another video game movie that uh, that uh, Disney owns. So I'm very very shocked when I purchased that because I didn't really t- take the time to look at it. Uh, and yeah, it's it's great for what it is. It's basically it's it's taking the story of the of the remakes of the games, which a lot of people know that there's a whole series of the originals and then they remade them uh, for the Xbox 360 and the PS3 era, I believe. Uh, if it's the before, I can't remember, but I believe it's the 360 and PS3 era. Um, Assassin's Creed. Uh, a lot of mo- a lot of people, you know, um, have mixed feelings towards Assassin's Creed. Uh, I I I have mixed feelings with the two. You know, there's there's a lot of great stuff in that movie. A lot of stuff that could be changed. Uh, but it is one of the um, the first movies that I think Hollywood has kind of uh, said to themselves, okay, uh, let's look at you know how comic book movies are doing their stuff. Uh, let's take you know some some pointers out of uh, you know different uh, successful uh, genres of film. Um, it like I said, it's not the greatest thing, but it was a step in that direction. Um, the newest Tomb Raider, uh, of course, this takes place uh, with the remake of the video game, uh, and I actually really love that movie. Uh, I went to see it in theaters, um, and that's another stepping stone to. You know, uh, to improving what what video game movies can be. Um, All right. So, Dan, one second. We got it. So, if we yeah, can, let's get on. out of you, your good one. Which is your, which is your good? Which is the best of the bunch? The best of the bunch for me, I, it's a tie, uh, but I think uh, between it's good between Detective Pikachu and Sonic the Hedgehog is ah, for me. The new two. And I'm kind of leaning more to Sonic. I'm a huge Sonic fan, so. For me, I'm leaning towards Sonic. All right, the bad, which is the which is the worst video game movie of all time for you? Well, the worst uh, video game movie of all time that I find for myself. I don't own it, but it is U-Ball's House of the Dead. Now, <laughs> we've talked. I've talked about this before and uh, had a huge discussion today at at work about that film because of tonight's episode. That is the biggest pile of garbage that I've ever, ever watched in my life. <clears throat> it literally does not take anything out of the games. Like, the original game came out for the Sega Saturn. It's a, it's um, a light-gun shooter game. Uh, and, of course, it's zombies, monsters. And this this guy came out of nowhere. Hugh Ball got into film. Uh, and he is 
known for damaging the reputation of every game franchise that he got his hands on. Uh, Blood Rain, House of the Dead, um, Alone in the Dark. Um, There's so many movies that he he just demolished and killed. Yeah, he, he... but that is, if you guys have not seen House of the Dead, uh, yeah, just make sure you never watch that movie in your lifetime. I don't, I don't care if it's free. Turn off the, uh, turn off whatever you're streaming on because it is a waste of film. And the ugly, what, what, what could have done better? Um, <laughs> I, I'm gonna pick one that I that uh, I showed well, uh, showed Wes earlier. Uh, something I think that could have been better. Uh, is Super Mario Brothers. Now, uh, yeah. Couldn't uh, have been worse. Yeah, it could have been a lot worse. But what people don't remember is that this movie was not even supposed to be Mario Brothers. This was a completely different movie until um, um, Paramount, no, not Paramount, sorry, um, Hollywood Pictures at the time. They were writing on the success of hey nintendo has brought out this very awesome you know money-making franchise let's let's repackage this movie into a super mario brothers movie uh and (laughs) the uh the actors are great like the the main actors are great actors but uh this film was a nightmare uh, uh during filming after filming uh, but it holds a special place in my heart. Uh, I, like I was telling Wes, I grew up with this movie. This was one of the first uh, video game movies I've ever seen. And uh, to this day, I still love it. I'm I'm an artist. Um, and the one thing I really love about this is the, the visuals. The, um, mm-hmm. the um, you know, the, well, not CGI at the time, but the effects, the sets that were built for this movie, the idea of... Uh, of this post-apocalyptic, uh, you know, Super Mario Brothers movie that we've never seen in a game format. Um, well, yeah, I, I think with an actual script that was good, uh, have it be more like the Super Mario Brothers video game. Uh, have you know these actors, uh, you know, actually be happy to be in this movie. And not have it be a complete wreck where, you know, uh, they were drunk half the time on set. Uh, and it, it was just a nightmare. But I think, like I said, every video game movie uh, can, uh, or at least has the potential to be great if it's done right. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, yeah, th- this was this was an idea that, you know, uh, a studio wanted to make more money based on the success of Nintendo and Super Mario Brothers at the time. Well, Wes, I'm gonna throw this over to you next. The good. What would you say? Uh, I mean, the 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 best video game movie for me has always been Mortal Kombat. Uh, yeah. That movie, it 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 basically followed the game to to the extent that you'd want it to. I think Mortal Kombat's got one of the best storylines in in fighting games as it is, yeah. and it just translates so easily into a movie where it's just you've got these rivalries set up and just find a way for these people to fight and you're you're pretty much golden uh the second movie is a goddamn abomination uh <laughs> that is easily one of the worst movies i've ever seen in the theaters um 
And as a as a fan of that series, I never enjoy thinking about it. <laughs> uh, it's it's just a goddamn mess, top to bottom. The uh, only thing but, I can say about that movie, though, is mm-hmm. the soundtrack is awesome. That's the only thing that's worth of that movie is soundtrack. Sure, sure. There is there is some some good some good music in it, but that ending where it just becomes a dark CG nightmare. I I don't even know what's <laughs> happening. <laughs> Why is it happening? I I I don't. There's a lot to to unpack there that I just I can't figure yeah. out to this day. Would you say that's your uh, ugly? No, I I it's one of the worst movies i've seen in in the theaters okay the worst movie i've seen in the theaters is um a movie that's already been mentioned it's house of the dead Hmm. that movie made like 20 bucks in the theaters and it was my 20 bucks (laughs) (laughs) and i to this day i still want it back i want it back Uve Bowl owes me 20 bucks as far as I'm concerned. I am willing to box Uve Bowl. I will say that I'm willing to box Uve Bowl for my 20 bucks. I will, I will do that. You, you know, he is first. a boxer and he'll probably beat the crap out of me, but I don't care. I want my 20 goddamn <laughs> bucks back. You're in here oh first, folks. Oh, that movie is just, it's so goddamn awful. Oh, yeah. The, there's a literal scene in it where kind of the, the big scene where the zombies show up and start attacking. And there it there's about maybe eight survivors at that point, eight sort of main people that they've laid out. And for each one of them, it does this matrix style camera rotating around them, followed by showing them killing zombies. Yeah. And it does it for every fucking per I'm I'm sorry if I'm not allowed to swear no, on you're here. Good. But- you're good. Every fucking one of them. It's just fucking terrible. Oh, and they even have Clint Howard in it. Like the if you want a weird guy, you get Clint Howard to be your weird guy. We they even him. have him in it. And it's just it's just awful. It top to bottom, that is one of the worst movies I've ever seen. And I'm still angry about that. It was an ex-girlfriend that I said, Do you want to see House of the Dead or Kill Bill? And she said House of the Dead. And I didn't get to see Kill Bill at that point because I was in a movie theater watching. We were the only two. And that's why she's your ex. (laughs) No, no. no. You you do not know how to pick movies. That's a write-off and done. (laughs) Oh, it is so... It That movie is just a fucking... It's just so goddamn atrocious. I have never seen a movie that is that bad before. And I've seen some pretty bad video game movies, and that that is just the worst. And I'd I'd rather watch Postal than than that. And Postal is <laughs> also sad. just terrible. Yeah, it's bad. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So what you say is you're ugly, and what could have done better? Uh this one's kind of tough. I I honestly I'm not 100 percent sure because I I feel like the one that that I'd say could have done better is also one that I feel is is still pretty good and that's Resident Evil. Mm-hmm. Um the the first one I I the second movie's terrible, but the the first one I I kind of enjoy it even though it's only sort of associated with the the games. Um mm. you know, it, it has some of the elements. There is a mansion that appears in the the movie. Um there is a liquor at one point which isn't from the first game, but whatever. <laughs> um it's, yeah. 
you know, it, it, it kind of is all over the map. And then the series kind of goes way off the rails in terms of what the games are. Um, but, uh, but I still kind of enjoy them to a certain extent. They're not great, but they're, they're not bad. I kind of appreciated the fact that they just sort of took the idea of what those games are and then went their own direction with it. Yeah. So. I kind of feel uh, for. I, I'm sorry. I'm gonna have to run out. Something's something's up real quick. I will be back. No I apologize. I I will be back. All is well, good sir. We shall see you soon. Gonna hand us over to you there, Will. So, what would you say is your uh the good, your favorite movie of all time, a video game movie? Ugh. <laughs> I, I don't know if I can say favorite of all time. Because I like to go where West was ending. There is like, none of these movies are really good they have moments Mm -hmm. like sonic for me like i enjoyed that movie i was like yeah it's a good video game movie but like it's still on that correlation that it's a video game movie where it's like yeah it's not really that great of caliber still to me anyway Mm -hmm. um i i guess i'd have to go with um it'd be down to either the first silent hill movie uh which actually i enjoyed okay uh or uh warcraft all right, what would you have to say is the bad, the uh, the worst video game movie? Uh, I'm gonna go with Dead or Alive. Ooh, that was bad. It was, it was, it was awful. Even all the pretty ladies in scanty clad bikinis could not save it from me turning that off like halfway through. It is, it is awful. Everything, everything about that movie is just bad. <laughs> It's enjoyable for me. <laughs> oh, <I'm... laughs> like I said, there's a lot of barely clothed women and yep. people in that movie, and it just did no. The acting is so bad. The fight scene choreography is not very good at all. Like the... very major stuff. Oh god. Yeah. Oh, awful. So, well, the ugly. <laughs> what would you say could have done better? So I have two. I'll go back to the one that I mentioned. Uh, Warcraft, one of the ones I do like. I think they could have done a lot better if they would have uh, done the whole movie in just CGI. Uh, a lot of the weakest points is a lot of the human actors and interactions with mm-hmm. the CGI uh, characters. Um, I think they could have done a way better story and fulfilled a lot more with it if they just kind of just went full-scale computer-generated graphics over the whole thing. Um, next to that... Uh, I also enjoy, and I think it has its moments, and they could have probably done a bit more with it. Was the uh, the Doom from two thousand and five, uh, starting The Rock? Nice. Um, I still watch that. I actually enjoy it. Uh, do not watch Doom Annihilation that just came out. That is a hot tr- dumpster fire of a movie as well. <laughs> it is not good. Um, but that two thousand five one was actually pretty enjoyable, and they have a really cool first person scene in it that uh, you don't. I don't really can think of another movie or show that's kind of done something like that before there's there's that movie that came out hardcore henry hardcore henry Henry. yeah yeah but like outside it's not done very often and it's kind of cool to see yourself looking through the eyes of the character yeah Yeah. that first person's perspective yeah 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 well i guess at least to uh to, to me then on that so uh I'd have to say that my favorite video game movie um, is one of the more recent ones. Uh, it was actually Assassin's Creed. 
uh, I, I really enjoyed I really enjoyed the Assassin's Creed movie. I liked how they had the lore tied in. There was a, still a few things, obviously, I didn't. I don't I really like Will there. You know, like it's they're they're getting there, but it, it's really hard to you know just throw myself at one of these like I do at you know Lord of the Rings or you do at one of these major major titles where they're just good, where it's just good, you know, and th yeah. Uh, Assassin's Creed though I'm a huge fan of the series so them making the movie was nice and to see the time and effort and Michael Fassbanger put on as the main actor and that was nice um, yeah. you know just again it's kind of like Danny was touching on earlier is you're starting to see these bigger people being involved and you know Danny had actually mentioned again on a couple of our I think it was last week uh, you know that there's you know it, it, it's beginning like you're you're we're, we're starting to see that that turn um and, and i definitely agree on it and and i think assassin's creed was one that that, that went in that direction um uh my least favorite video game movie was the super mario's bro movie i hated that thing i uh i thought that was uh yeah <laughs> I, I i did not grow up with good memories on that one i thought that was just a hot piece of garbage and i <laughs> That's just, <laughs> nope. <laughs> uh, all, all sorts of nope. That was, uh, there was, you know, so it, it's it, it, like, you know, I actually didn't even know that history on it that, that you shared yeah. there, that it was a, uh, a, a recopy, but that that's how I always felt. It just looked like it wasn't even ever designed to be a Super Mario movie. It was just. No, that definitely was not. And, uh, and, and for me, I'm going to go with, uh, going to go with Will on a movie that I think they could have done. A little bit better was Warcraft. Um, so, with Warcraft, yeah, like, like, so, so, well, do you mean on that one though, CGI, like Avatar, like, or do you mean like the humans should have been CGI too, as in like, more, like, just make it all CGI, get rid of the the humans in it, like the actors themselves, get everything CGI, and then just make it all like very magical and you know more whimsical and. Everything you more about it, right? Like you can start adding in characters from more from the lore and stuff. And I just thought like there was a missed opportunity there because it, it kind of reminds me. Um, I have the same issue with games, like, uh, sorry, movies like uh, Pacific Rim, where I really like all the CG battles and the monsters and stuff, but really I don't care about the storylines for the people, and they don't mash very well with a lot of the scenery. Mm -hmm. And I felt that way too. It seemed like most of the times you would watch most of those characters and they just seemed like they're on a green screen and they didn't really seem like they were there in that actual environment for me. Yeah. 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 So for me on there, uh, one of the big things that, you know, what was the, like there's obviously disparity in, in the you know orcs and the humans before, but it was never to like the scale that I saw portrayed in the Warcraft movie. And, that that was one of the biggest things I threw off for me it was just a lot of again like missed opportunities and the accuracies that could have been I, I did like the human aspect of it I liked how um, like that was the direction Avatar reminds me of that I wish that it had been more like Avatar where I'm because Avatar was whimsical and magical and the way that they had the humans you know you know you, you pan from the humans to the Navi and back. I thought that was really cool and well done and it, had that been able to be properly handled with warcraft i think would have been better but there was there were times where like the orcs just look like the orcs look completely out of place they 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 looked a little weird at times and 
you know, especially standing or fighting against the humans like it just it looked it, it, it looked just odd um and but yeah, I, I, i'm sorry what was that all i said it just didn't fit right yeah but uh and i mean and and, and things that threw me off was like corona Grona is a half orc draenei and she looks more like a human like, again just things like that they, they they you know and i mean you have orc big badass orc big badass orc half orc draenei she she's not human <laughs> but anyways yeah that was uh that was my i i love the i love warcraft i love the warcraft movie but uh it was it was it, that was my ugly it was the one that could have done a lot better and i think i would have enjoyed it more i didn't i didn't find as much wrong with assassin's creed as i did with warcraft to to have those two switch spots they're very close that and tomb raider i the three i brought with me i uh i thoroughly enjoy all three so, there you go i was gonna uh, say one thing that, one thing that i could touch on it man for, for this is for Will. Um, like, you know, you talk about the humans and the CGI and stuff. What they could have done is still have the human, you know, the human characters, or the human actors, I should say, uh, but do it like Be- um, Beowulf. I think that's how you... Yeah, that's essentially what it was. Yeah, that's what he was meaning. Yeah, Beowulf's good. Like, like then yeah, they yeah. can get... Because, the, like, the orc CGI yeah, and stuff in the, the Warcraft movie was so well done. Like, it's not like it would look totally different, but if you get those interactions in, they could have more stylish battles, lots, like, Mm -hmm. a lot more going on that would have made that hit more home for people who enjoy the Warcraft series and lore, right? Exactly. Well, I mean, right on the cover, you have, like, the human and the orc face-on-face in Warcraft, and they're relatively the same size, but it looked like David versus Goliath when it Mm -hmm. was, like, the humans coming up against these orcs, and it's like, man, you're, like, twice the size of these humans. Like where's like the humans with the big bulky arms to match? Now you had the orcs there, but and I think that's where Will's going. You know, like you know, you you see that reflected in the in the characters. But um, so we're gonna move on here from this, and we're gonna move on to uh, or we we did our best uh, worst video game movies, and we also shared our ugly thoughts on them. Um, but we're gonna talk about what makes a good video game movie because obviously all of us are kind of in the same age where we're not really pleased with the video game movies that have came out. We don't think that they're at their best. So what is it that would take and make a video game movie to the degree that we're looking at to be? So uh, I'm going to shoot this over the West first. I, I, I feel like the, the biggest thing for me anyway, is just that so many games have got these, these expansive worlds. Like I, you've mentioned Warcraft and that kind of thing. There's so much lore to Warcraft that I feel like the more that they can focus on something, the the better. And I, I feel that that works to the advantage of Mortal Kombat is you've got these rivalries and then you've got the overarching story, which is very simple, very plain. Uh, well, not plain, but very simple. Um, but it, it allows them to just focus in on just those events. Uh, rather than have to do like this this big you know uh, ever drawing story like with with something like warcraft you almost need to take the lord of the rings route and just say up front look this is going to be three movies and just do the the big long story um whereas you know you can do you can focus it a bit more if you if you're looking at something like say uh like a, a 
uh, video game movies I would like to see is like Uncharted, where it you can do just sort of this one-off story and you've got these interpersonal relationships between the characters and they're very well fleshed out. There's a lot to kind of go off of uh, that you don't need to know a lot of the backstory of, of every one of these characters, whereas something like Warcraft, you do. Um, so I, I really feel like if they could just focus on on something smaller within the game that you probably do a lot better. Mm-hmm. What are you, Will? Um, the one thing I, I feel like they, they need to go away from is um, directly telling the same story um, that the games already kind of go through, right? I feel like, especially games nowadays, like we'll use The Last of Us because that's a, one of the more recent ones uh, that's coming out with like a TV series, is the story so fleshed out and the characters are so well-developed that we don't really need a movie per se to go through and tell that whole thing again, because it's done so well already. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think going off and doing like side movies or even like a side TV series. So like um, the Witcher, for example, right. A lot of the stuff doesn't follow the main story from the games, but kind of the past of Geralt that wasn't really shown and explained. Yeah. So stuff like that, I think I would like to see more um, because like, Everybody who's going to go watch those movies has played those games because they have the interest in it for the most part, right? Mm. And you're seeing the same story being told, which you've already experienced. And a lot of the times, it's more lackluster than what the game provided. Mm-hmm. Danny? Uh, I think what we need to start seeing is, and you know, like I said before, we're starting to see it, um, is there's a lot of you know up-and-coming up uh, directors, right? We have a lot of, uh, of people... Um, that you know grew up with the with the games and you know they want to make a live action movie or you know a CGI movie of their favorite video mm-hmm. game. Um, you know I think it's always great that we have a director that actually knows about the game, knows the lore, knows what it's about because it, that's what helps a movie. Um, I'm just gonna say that's what helps a movie. Like look at the Marvel franchise, you know, you got the Russo brothers, uh, how they have done their films, right? They have an interest in it. Uh, so they're putting their heart and soul to make them great, right? Uh, and that's that's what we're going to see, like I said, with the, with video game movies. I think eventually we're going to get to the point where uh, we're going to have that, that uh, turn to, uh, you know, video game movies actually being uh, just as good as uh, how the comic book movies are now. Um, another thing I agree with Will is that, uh, and I agree with Wes on this one too, is that, you know, with Resident Evil, the, at least the first one, how it had parts of, of what the first game was about, or at least the, uh, the, you know, the thing of Resident Evil, but goes in a completely different direction with a different story, uh, a different, uh, a different way of telling, you know, Alice's, you know, story and stuff like that. Uh, I think we need to see more of that. Like like uh, Will was saying, a lot of us have played the games. We we know the story, uh, which, in, in theory, why would we go see a video game movie that we've already beaten the video game of, right? We, we know what happens. Uh, I, I think for, for me, I, 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 I want to see uh, our favorite, you know, franchises make movies but be a completely different story make it a sequel to the game uh make it be like uh like 
what I was saying, a side story, mm-hmm. uh, something that will connect with a future game installment or, uh, you know, a bit of uh, feedback on, on, on future installments of the game. Um, I, I think a lot of, a lot of us, you know, we're excited to see uh, our, our, our favorite game franchise done right on the, on film. Um, but even with the Uncharted uh, movie that's coming out, uh, it's one of those things where we know the story. I, I, you know, I love Uncharted with like a passion. I'm excited for the movie, but I, I know the, the franchise. I've beaten them multiple times over. Um, I, I want to see is if they're going to, you know, 100% follow the first game or are they going to do what Resident Evil did and uh, have it uh, changed up, maybe give us more of a, you know, a background on uh, Drake's uh, past, uh, maybe something that, you know, goes a little bit further than what we found out on the third installment of the game. Uh, but like I said, with with these with these upcoming movies and TV shows, we have to wait and see what they're going to do. Oh, sorry, just just to kind of like pick up with something that Danny had said there. I, have, have any of you guys played Final Fantasy Fifteen? Mm-hmm. No. I haven't played most of it. I, I'm getting into the Final Fantasy thing. I'm beat, well. I'm playing through you know the remake right now of Seven, but yeah, right. I haven't played it through. Okay, because um, they they kind of did something similar. Something you you touched on quickly there was uh, the. The game itself, there, there's a movie associated with it, a CG movie that is actually a prequel to the game. Yeah, that I've seen it. Actually, explains a lot of stuff that isn't in the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, and there was there was some stuff added later to the game. The, there was some additional cutscenes and that sort of thing that that laid those those elements out a little more for the for the player if they hadn't seen the movie. And I, I just, I specifically since since Danny, you mentioned it, I'm just kind of wondering if if you had any thoughts on on how that was delivered. But it it kind of depends on whether or not or how far you got into Final Fantasy 15. Yeah, uh, like I said, it, it, it's great that they they've done it. Like it's, I haven't played through it, but uh, just you know, you you saying that it connects and that you know it gives you more of the story that the the game doesn't give you. That is what I want to see from future, um, you know, future video game movies. Something like that is is a perfect way to give us something fresh, but still, uh, you know, still has the essence of the game. Um, but yeah, like we like I said, we we're seeing a change in in what's going on with Hollywood now and how they're pursuing the video game genre, and hopefully. Like I said, we we get uh, even better movies down the road. Yeah, yeah. I, I just want to touch on everything you guys said there because it's all great. I mean, you know, it, every bit of it is true. I think touching on something that Wes and Will were talking about here and the focus and the scope. Um, you know, with with Wes in particular, I actually think that the the fundamental approach to video game movies has been wrong. And Wes touched on it, and and Will touched on it before when I was talking with him, and and it has to do with the time. Like these video games, you're playing a game like Skyrim, and the story of Skyrim is 150 hours. The story of Bioshock is 30 hours. Um, you know these games, you know they're it, it's hard to take all that a 30 hour performance or longer and and, and compact it down into a 
under two hour movie because any longer than that and you're going to lose a lot of people that are not going to you know be able to sit down and, and, and plug through something like lord of the rings there there are i mean obviously millions of people that have never seen lord of the rings before right and they won't because it's three hours long almost per episode if you're watching extended editions um but i actually think that that is the approach needed where you're 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 taking video game franchises and you're putting them out in Lord of the Rings style sequels, where there's or trilogy, sorry, you know where there's three or four movies in a set coming out, or you go TV series, and those two being really the only way that you can properly deliver a video game experience. Now, some, something that that you guys mentioned too, I wanted to touch on that that was interesting was that Will you had mentioned. Um, video game movies uh playing too much along what we experience uh, you know having played it and it's it's interesting because with a book there's almost that right that there's almost that that verse psychology there and i wonder if it has to do with one being a you know obviously written text and the other being already a visual experience with a video game we're already experiencing the visual version of the story right we're playing through it and we're experiencing and seeing things so there's no there's no longer that wonder of well what does you know harry potter's house look like well no no we saw harry potter's house in you know and this it better look like that in the movie because if it doesn't look like that in the movie you're <laughs> you're in trouble right there's there's so much you have to hold yourself to when you're looking at it taking a video game franchise um and uh and yeah, so that, that that's that's my thought on that. And then just for Danny on, on what he mentioned with the um, the directors, that's another big thing. Is you know when you're looking at the Marvel franchise, you know I was talking with Will about this earlier today, but it wasn't until um, it wasn't until Iron Man that the Marvel movies really kicked off. But what kicked them off? Well, you had Robert Downey Jr. take the lead role, and then you had other big actors Gwyneth Paltrow sign on as his uh, as his second like you had big actors actresses at the time and I know Robert Downey Jr. was on his recovering end but he had, again he'd still been around you know it would be nice to continue seeing video game movie franchises picking up big names and speaking of which I mean this is kind of leading us into what we're going to be asking you guys next year but the Uncharted movie has Tom Holland signed on as as Nathan Drake which is big Tom Holland is huge right now with Spider-Man it's huge and put to put him on nathan drake you know that's that's going to be very good for that franchise it's going to be really interesting to see who ellie and joel get cast as um i did end up seeing all the chernobyl all the chernobyl episodes and they were so fantastically done that if that's the same environment that's going to be transferred over very mutated like they had radiation mutation and the zombies in the the last of us always remind me of radiated people zombies as opposed to like your normal looking like I'm gonna go eat your brains, guys. Yeah, it's zombie. like a, it's a fungus. Yeah, in the Last of Us. Yeah, yeah. so, um, yeah, that, that that I'm that I'm excited for. But uh, the last the last thing tonight, and uh, what we got to be quick with this one is we are running out of time here. So really quickly, I'm uh, gonna shoot this off to Will first. What is a movie that you would like, or a video game franchise you would like to see turned into a movie? Or show, whatever. Hmm. Maybe go to someone else for this one first. <laughs> for sure. Wes. 
uh metal gear oh yeah i mean they're they're basically movies as as it is i i just i want them to give kojima the camera and i just want that like let him direct the movie and and do whatever he's going to do with it but i i that's that's the one that i i would love to see um although i'm sure it would never live up to to my expectations um <laughs> and, and and yeah for several reasons but uh but yeah that that would be uh, above all that would be the one i i would i would be in first in line to see daddy uh there's actually two i would really love to see yeah <laughs> i have two, they, two. I, I got i got two um i i would really love to see um a metroid movie I, I think i think that could be a really really awesome uh movie uh, both visually and story driven there's a lot of story to metroid that a lot of people don't realize uh, and I think that that's one thing I would love to see. Uh, another thing that I think would be really, really awesome, and it's it's Nintendo focused as well. What about a Legend of Zelda TV series? That'd be good. I, I think I think that would be really, really cool. Have it very like you know Lord of the Rings style, which yeah, you know basically it's based off of. Um, but I think they with now with the you know CGI and technology. They could make some really, really awesome video game movies. That, uh, like I said, all we need is great directors, a great plot, great story, uh, and uh, you know, lots of love to to nurture to nurture the movie. Yeah. Well, I got it. All right. So the one I wanted to say is already actually being made into a movie, and it's probably going to be very disappointing. But that'd be the Monster Hunter series. I think that'd be something cool just to be on the big screen. Um, going back to like Pacific Rim, like the kaiju, like the huge monster battles and stuff would be really neat. Mm. Um, outside of that, you know, what I think would be really cool, and it's something uh, they've done a lot of CGI work for, like the uh, sorry, uh, uh, video for work and stuff is the Command and Conquer series. Yeah, something like that. Something over the top, very like comical, but still kind of serious between the the CG, uh, the what, GDI and the nod, and like just make a series out of that. Oh, that'd be you don't want to do the the yeah. uh, red alert, the Soviets and allies. Mm-hmm. You don't want to get Ric Flair oh. and Jenna Jameson and, <laughs> and Tim Curry Ooh. going here. Well, uh, well, they're getting up there. I don't know if they could do. Well, crazy. yeah. Yeah, I, I love Tim Curry, but it it it's sad to to see him now. He, I I love that man to death. It's it breaks my heart that that he's getting older. Yeah, uh, those would be good. Um, so I, I've got two here as well. Um, the first of which is Mass Effect. I would love to see a Mass Effect series. Uh, again, I think it has to be done series. Um. Not necessarily taking on Commander Shepard, but I mean, you could do Commander Shepard and just pretty much, you know, a bunch of side missions off of, you know, um, or again, maybe not even Commander Shepard. Um, and then uh, actually taking taking one out from our comments here um, that I that I'd agree with, but this is this is the mix. But a Skyrim or a Fallout universe movie, I think, would be pretty cool. Um, I'm honestly more of a fan of medieval myself, so I'd lean more towards uh, Skyrim, but a Fallout Wasteland uh, series too would be really cool. Mad Max was a pretty good movie when it came out. They obviously made a video game off it. Um, 
But I mean, to me, that's always reminded me of Borderlands, and it's always, always, always reminded me of uh, a Fallout. And speaking of Borderlands, Borderlands is also getting a movie, which is really cool. And uh, Kate Blanchett, I think, was her name. Was a uh, Kate Blanchett is uh, going to be Lilith, which is pretty cool and awesome. Again, big names, big names getting involved. You also had Jim Carrey as Doctor uh, um, Five. Yes, in, in the Sonic movie, so. It's good to see that happening, and I think that's one of the biggest things needed for video game movies is you're getting the big name, you know, the big actors, the big directors behind it, and then there being a proper format to them coming out. Because as as Wes said, unless you're focusing on, you know, a, you know, a, 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 unless the unless the game allows you to focus on something, you know, and, and focus on something so small. But most of these games are so huge, and the lore is so expansive. It's and that's the problem putting out the Warcraft movie. It's like you put out the Warcraft movie, and the problem is that people watching the Warcraft movie that know Warcraft are going to be fine. They understand what's going on, but nobody else has any fucking idea what's going on. Like <laughs> you see a bunch of these big giant green skin dork things, and they're trying to make a portal and doing all this. And well, and I think I think one of the things that that is that that big barrier between the two is is just that the the game is more than just the story that's being told it's the, your experiences playing the game it's those events those those moments that happen while you're playing it that aren't part of the story but just some sequence of events that kind of goes on because of your input and your engagement in that world that mm -hmm. it is so hard to translate that feeling of playing the game to that feeling of watching the story yeah that, that yeah. I, I i feel is still still a difficult thing for movies to capture from games hmm. i mean they're they're getting closer for sure but but i i don't feel they're quite there yet no. i think it'd be cool going back onto like the games that jake mentioned like uh fallout elder scrolls mass effect <laughs> is if they went with a movie but they made it like a side person right and it's happening along all the events of what happened in the games mm -hmm. but like say like this character is on the citadel and they're just hearing references about shepherd right yeah. and you're hearing things about what's going on or a great battle happens or hell you walk into a store and you hear oh you know this is commander shepherd this is my favorite store on the citadel you know stuff like that referencing little things that happen in the game into mm -hmm. the movies i think that'd be cool to tie it in but then you also get your own little side to it because yeah, those universes right. are so big, so many things are going on all the time, right? Absolutely. All right, here's here's my pitch then. So yeah. it's 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 a Mass Effect series. It's uh like a a crime noir like drama sort of thing set on the Citadel as um what what is what is Garrus's role? Uh, he's he's the, the CSEC officers. Yeah, you're hmm. you're like a you're a former CSEC office officer that's now a, a private detective on the Citadel. All right, I'm in. That that's Ooh. my pitch for for a Mass Effect series, and right. eventually, you know, the, you you Shepard shows up and tells you you're, you're his favorite detective on the Citadel or something like that. But I feel like maybe not even having Shepard actually visually on screen yeah. because like yeah. everybody portrays Sir Shepard as their own character, right? Yeah. So if you get those little nuances where they're referenced. That's when you get that feeling. You're like, oh my god, you know, I was there. I did this. I experienced. They're it. talking about me. Ah! Yeah, yeah. Some, right. Some news report on the television. That's that's about the events that Shepard did. Yeah, 
Yeah, you can see the Normandy flying through, destroying Reapers, and he's like, man, that's cool. Yeah, <laughs> I just, uh, yeah I'm, I'm too old for this shit. And that's, uh, that's all I need. Get on them, kid. Oh. <laughs> But uh, th- that comes to a wrap for tonight, folks. Uh, it's been great talking with you all. It's been great having you, Will, joining us for uh, for episode yeah, three, Player Player. And uh, we've uh, yeah, it's, it's been great chatting. Obviously, video game movies are something that we're all passionate about. There's a lot that video game movies still need to work on to get to the level of Marvel Cinematic movies where they're raking in billions of dollars, making everybody happy. But they're getting closer and closer and closer, and that's what matters. Listening to the fans is important. Just like in Sonic, where they changed the redesign, that it, it's those small things that are going to go the distance and really allow video games to flourish. Um, you can always catch us over on YouTube and Twitch. Uh, our episode of Player to Player will be up on Twitch for the next week or two, and then afterwards you can find it over on YouTube as well as episodes one and two, all previous episodes forthcoming and again all the episodes that we have uh, coming out as well will also be uploaded there too any closing thoughts gents nope no uh, yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah we've all got to yeah. we wanted to uh, a lot of bad video game movies and uh we hope they do better in the future yeah uve bowl you owe me 20 bucks yeah. <laughs> or uh, a boxing match and yeah, sure goodbye winner gets that 20 bucks so we, we will see you all next Monday from 9 to 10. We'll have another interesting topic for you guys to dive into and for us to discuss. So tune in then and find out. Until then, you have a great night.